the next time I went to Zilker Park, Zilker Park was um, at during ACL, and I was like, "Damn, that's a big park." This, this year? Yeah, or? this year. Oh this shit! Year. Okay. And um, and then I went out with uh, some of my colleagues, and then what? and my my siblings as well. So I loved it. Yeah. It's a big park, and I love it. It's, Very. It's huge. It's better than Dallas. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. Everything's better than Dallas. <laughs> no, I'm okay. True. True. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. All right, and welcome everybody to Thinking Twice, a postgrad life podcast from a multicultural lens. I'm your host, Jesus Saleman, and with me, I have my friend Didi. How do you how do you, you <laughs> who's also it? Alam Miriam? Or let me pronounce it in yeah, the Arabic way. Ahlam Miriam Al Mahruk. That, that means that's that's that was lovely. Yeah, thank you. I, I can't pronounce that. I'll Alam Miriam Al Maruk. Alam Miriam Al Maruk. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but Didi's short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> short for Didi. I, I didn't know I didn't so I didn't know your real name until we started hanging or I think we were in class and somebody called you by your real name. And I was like, wait, I thought her name was Didi. But <laughs> yeah, I so I remember um, when we were doing this questionnaire thing before we started our program, I was like, I prefer going by Didi. Uh-huh. And I just got used to it. I'll be honest, living here. Um, and whenever a pr- professor just says alum, I just get confused. Yeah. And I was and I went to I remember the professor. I forgot. I, w- I think it was in brand management, something like that. And I was like, um, I go by Didi. Yeah. And they were like, are you sure you prefer? I'm like, yeah, that's how like I feel weird if someone calls me by my real name. Um, is, just, it, is it because I can't like pronounce it or like? No, it's because the majority. Here's the funny story. Um, when I was raised or when I was back home, everyone, because they were able to pronounce it, um, everyone called me by my first name, which mm-hmm. is Ahlam. No one knew about Didi, but Didi is a name that is short for Darin, and uh, I was raised with it, mm-hmm. and my mom, because my mom decided to name me that way. Yeah. And my cousins and my f- whole family named me Didi, called me Didi, actually. So uh, okay. coming here, the majority of the people I am interacting with are my family. Yeah. So they call me Didi, and I just got used to it. And I'm like, you know what, Didi is easy, and it's it's better, so... Yeah. yeah. No, 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 that that's so I I have nickname too and so sometimes it's weird when uh, or not anymore. I like I actually so my nickname in college and high school was was Toast, like the toast. Brit, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and so I I I I'm starting to get used to like people calling my name Hesus and so mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes, you just got used to yeah, it. Yeah, you get used to certain things. I uh it is funny though when friends introduce me to their parents or to their um, like to their parents or to their family relatives, whatever mm-hmm. they, oh, this is toast. And I'm like, wait, no, that's just, that's just a nickname. <laughs> that's like, just a nickname. <laughs> it's Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I just, I just get, I, I just get, I introduce myself as Didi. Yeah, no, but, that, but like if they ask me for Instagram or anything, I'm like, oh, well, my real name is Ahlam, but like Ahlam. I go by, yeah. I like that. So, um, I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. I just feel weird if someone calls me by my real name and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. You kind of just. Yeah, well, Didi. Since since uh, we we're t- we we're talking about your name, why don't we introduce yeah. uh, one? We introduce you to everyone that doesn't know you. So, you know, why don't we start with where are you from? Your alma mater. What did you major minor? 
and the career field you're pursuing uh, because you are you you are my classmate here. Yes. At so um, I am originally passing Jordanian and I was raised in Saudi my whole lifetime. Probably, I would say every summer I would go to Jordan mm-hmm. and I, I, I would say that's where my whole family would meet. Uh, we have a big family house there and it's just wow. the best time of my life usually. Um, I was raised in Saudi. Um, I did high school throughout all high school. And then when I finished high school, I moved to Dallas, uh, mm-hmm. where my family is from. Um, just to let you know, I was born in Dallas as well. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Born in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, moved, born in Dallas. Moved, moved to, to Saudi or Jordan? Says, uh, Saudi Arabia, okay. yeah. And then, um, and during Saudi Arabia, I would go to Jordan during Those that two. summer, yeah. And um, once I finished high school, I just moved here mm. and I just... I plan to stay here. So my journey has started since 2015 in the United States. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, but your, your family's uh, based here in Dallas. So my family, yes, my parents were the only one who moved back mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have like several uncles and aunts uh, in Jordan and in Saudi, but uh, most of them are here. Okay. And I think like after, um, after like a big decision that everyone has made, <laughs> we started deciding to move to United States. Uh, we just saw how um, economically it's good and yeah. um, how, you know, probably it's it's a better investment for our future mm-hmm. and uh, than anywhere else. But we still like hold on to our culture and traditions, so that's why we go there every summer to Jordan. So you're you're are you? Is one side of your family Jordanian and the other side uh, Saudi or? No, 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 no. So we're, we're, uh, my, my parents, it's just like a residence that we got in Saudi. In Saudi. Yeah. Okay. It was just like a sponsor, a sponsorship that yeah. we got in Saudi. Uh, usually you, it's easy. It's, it was during that time, of course, it yeah. was a easy sponsorship. So, um, we just stayed there. My dad is actually uh, still in Saudi. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just right now, like, because we moved to the United States that we were like, we just have to cancel all the sponsorship, like me and my siblings, because mm-hmm. it's easy for us with our um, American citizen to just apply for any visa and just go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, we're just, we just live there as residents. So are you, yeah. so you're dual citizen with Jordan, the, oh, Jordan, Jordan and yeah. the U S yes, yes, okay. yes. And, uh, and so you're here at UT now yeah. uh, and you did your undergrad at UT as well, right? Yes. Yes. True. Uh, what did you major? So um, I moved um, when I moved to Dallas, just to let you put the points over here. Yeah. Um, I started as in a community college. Um, I stayed there for probably. Wait, which one was it? The Richland. Okay. Richland. It was in Dallas. Yes. It, it, it's really funny because everyone went there. Yeah. Even like my grandma remember telling me, she told me she took a couple of classes there oh, wow. and I was like, wow, that's wow, <laughs> Richland that's is in generations. Um, yeah, your legacy there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, we, I went there, my siblings w- w- went there as well. So, um, I just went to Richland and I did my, um, first or mm-hmm two of the first two years in Richland and then um I was accepted at UT I don't know how that happened but I did you got in I got it's in. really tough to do too like I know it w- I got into like the automatic acceptance I would say mm-hmm. hopefully but um I did a lot to get in that no, university it, it, it's it's uh I know the transfer rate is pretty yes, low yeah like really low yeah 
So um, I and then when I transferred, I just moved here to Austin. Mm -hmm. And once I finished my undergrad, I was like, you know what? I plan to do a master's and mm -hmm. I decided to, to go from there. So in marketing, in marketing. Yes, okay. because because McCombs didn't accept me during undergrad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> McCombs did not accept me through undergrad because I wanted to do I wanted to do double major. OK, um, I wanted to do journalism and marketing, but um, I was not accepted. And I was like, well, you never know what could happen. And yeah. then I was like, let me try again in this. And I actually got accepted, which is a, a good story. And I worked hard for it. So that's I'm glad awesome. I'm no, glad to be here for another year. It's awesome. Are, yeah. are, you, are you hoping to do uh, something in marketing after graduation? Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm planning to do something to like mostly in the qualitative part because yeah. I'm not good with math. Um, and I'm just trying to integrate between both my journalism you know, background or experience with my um, marketing yeah. too. So like more no, that's focusing that's on consumer insights and all of that. Consumer insights. Yeah. That's, that's a great route to go to. I'm, I'm also looking into that. Um, but wow. Okay. Why, what a journey. I also went to community college uh, here in Austin. Mm -hmm. uh, Austin. I went to three different campuses. The one here by a uh, Rio Grande by on, close to what used to be graffiti park. I don't know if you remember uh, that. No. Do you, you know where the skateboard, the, the skating park is at by the, on Lamar? Here's the funny thing. I don't know very much about Austin. Uh, Cause I spent during undergrad just working in Dallas. Uh, so you were just going back. <laughs> so yeah, I was going a lot to Dallas on the weekends. But you're enjoying yeah, it now. But you're, I'm enjoying it right yeah, now. I'm, 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 Zilker? I went to Zilker. I went to ACL. Yeah, I went, I did the you? whole college experience in one year. That's good. Uh, Okay, so let's, before we get into, I know we kind of already started a little bit, but before we go into that, let's talk a little current events. Yes. Uh, you said you didn't watch the, the I Oscars. <laughs> I did not watch the Oscars. I don't know why, um, but I, I, don't, I, I did I don't watch see what is going on with Will Smith. Will Smith. And I was like, okay, but that's, what he deserves think? it. He deserves it or Chris Rock deserves it? No, Chris Rock deserves so? it. Yes. Because his wife is going, uh, I, from what I read, from what, you read, from yes, what you read, from what I read, is that his wife is going through, um, like something. Yeah, uh, it's it's a disease where a disease, it causes yeah. her, her baldness. Exactly. Um, but I mean, he's a comedian, and Chris Rock is a comedian. I know, but uh, he I shouldn't have joked about that. That's my true, opinion. True, true, true. Uh, but I don't think Will Smith should have should have done that. I, uh, maybe, maybe he should have not slapped him, but yeah. like could have shouted out, "Don't you know? Get don't talk about my wife or get get what my my wife's name out of your mouth." Something like that. I think the shout in or like shout in would have been more appropriate. Yeah, because uh, exactly. comedians are getting like they're they are used to getting heckled, right? Exactly, exactly. I think that would have been better, but. Um, Maybe yeah, he maybe Will Smith took it too far too in that far, in that point. <laughs> but now like he taught everyone a lesson, every comedian a lesson to not joke around, or you're gonna be like, I, well, that's your job to joke <laughs> around though, dude. You can't tell someone not to. I I, I maybe no not joke, joke around when someone the, is like something serious. Is, yeah, yeah, someone is struggling with something. That's true. I mean, but again, like um, I think Chris Rocks did take it a little bit too far in that regards and will smith too and he was well chris rock like had you know set the joke and then he started moving away from it but then will smith came yeah, on stage. yeah true uh, true would, would that would that be something you would see like in an uh, like in a jordanian t show or like something like that um 
like a Jordanian Oscar kind of thing. Yeah, like like live TV. Like somebody just getting up there and slapping somebody. Would that be out of the ordinary? Uh, I think like not really. No? I would. I mean, maybe, maybe. So, so I was, haven't seen it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. There was a never seen it. There was like uh, there was a Mexican actor who did the same thing, mm-hmm. but it was like on the red carpet in Mexico. Some reporter had asked him something about his kid. Okay. And it was like a dumb question. I don't know why the reporter asked that anyways. And the guy just like slapped him like in front of everyone in front of. The, he might have hurt, hurt the guy's camera or something. It was just nuts. I mean, I mean, that could happen. That could happen. Like some people don't like, uh, for instance, things that you cannot talk to. Um, I would say Arabs. Yeah. Um, is that don't take it too far about like their dignity or like more about their um personal life mm-hmm. i would say um but the thing is i would not like if someone well arabs not saying that we're 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 violent we're not but we <laughs> joke around like that that's how we are we love that's how our love language is yeah. um but i i don't think i've ever seen no no, I, I don't think so either. Like, I mean, what this the awesome, like shows like that here are always surprising. Like, you always see something crazy, like the Taylor Swift and Kanye. That yeah, was pretty yeah, crazy too. Yeah, that was a bit crazy. Don't know very much about them too, yeah. but like <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories. Here's the funny thing: I, I've, I've, I've been learning about the American culture, or like what's going on in the American media, like from Americans, yeah. obviously. Um, but. It's kind of crazy, no? It's it, outlandish. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, but again, like going back to Will Smith and Chris Rock. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce his who's, name. Whose side do you take? Like, who? if there were to fight, who whose side would you pick? Who do you think will win? Will Smith. I think so too. He's yeah. taller. He has height, muscle. He has height, and but you I, can't joke around with him. But I like Chris Rock more, like personally. I I don't know very much about Chris Rock. That's was, why I, I would be a more biased about Will Smith. Yeah, he was a zebra on Madagascar. Ever, yeah, I didn't no, watch you that. You didn't watch that? No, no. He's he was on SNL. I, I mean, I've seen his face um, multiple times. Like I I know that he's like I I know that he's a comedian. I know that. I just don't. I I don't watch him regularly. Regularly yeah. as like everybody hates Chris. No. Uh no no that's no. A, that's a good show. Uh, as much as like, what's his name? Will Smith. I would say. Will Smith is in everything. He's yeah a, yeah, but I mean, that's something that I would assume. We'll follow up to that. Uh, right before we started the podcast, because this this happened last night. Yeah. Uh, it's been the talk of all day, but but right before we started the podcast, there was a uh, an announcement from um, the academy that they're looking maybe into investigating and thinking about uh, taking away his Oscar. Because viol- there was violent. Right. You can't be doing that. You, you really can't. There is violent. So you, like agree, you, you agree with the academy then? Take it away? Um, I wouldn't say take away, but like suspend them next year yes 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 or like do something about it because like we know i mean from for for me i know that like and you can't you can't be like hitting someone you really can i i think that's and like that that i'm not sure but that that could cause to an assault for instance god forbid yeah yeah he could have gotten arrested that's what i'm trying to say but um he did provoke so uh, yeah he did so funny story this is kind of just 
just something I remembered because uh, I was in a similar situation. I mean, oh, I was wow. I, I wasn't at the Oscars. Okay. <laughs> uh, but but I was uh, I had a coworker. This is when I was in the Marine Corps. I had a coworker, and I would I would annoy him a lot, and mm-hmm. we just kind of had like because we lived together, we were roommates, mm-hmm. uh, and and in a room where we shared the same room, so we were really close, uh, and we would just like push each other's buttons and 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 just tease like each other. One day he woke up, and we were both getting ready for work, and mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what I did to set. I I I I probably caused it. Like I. I probably said something because, you know, sometimes I could be a bully. Sometimes, not <laughs> sometimes. all the time. Sometimes. We've seen that. We've seen that. <laughs> and uh, and he got really mad at me and he slapped me like just like Will Smith did to Chris Rock. And okay. I, and I stood there and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yes. Yes. And I was I was also like trying to trying to process it. Like, yes. this, this guy just really hit me. And uh, and so what I ended up doing was uh I found the law, the Marine, so um, the Marine Corps order, mm-hmm. where if some of the Marine attacks you, or like not attacks you, but like come, like assaults you, yes, exactly. you can press charges or, or something like that. And so just please to, don't tell me you did that. No, no, no. So <laughs> so to tease them, yeah, uh, I printed printed out that order. Mm-hmm. I sealed it in an envelope, mm-hmm. and uh when he was away from his desk or later that day i went and i dropped it in his desk oh my god and and he didn't know who it came from he didn't know nothing he just opened it saw the letter that he could possibly get charged for assault okay that's that's a good uh (laughs) that was like a good like i was a good threat i wasn't gonna fight him i wasn't i wasn't gonna do it but it was just something like to mess with him too because that's i don't know i don't know what i was thinking and he saw it and he was like what the fuck like he was like i shouldn't have done that yeah and yeah. uh he went up to me he's like hey man can i talk to you i just want to apologize <laughs> well that's a good like that's a good you know um how do i how do i say it i forgot the word but that's a good like wake up call yeah it really you is know? you can't be doing shit like yes, that you really exactly, can't exactly no matter how angry you get uh, yeah i've been beating up by my parents in front of like people it's okay like yeah. I, I'm, I'm that's why like i don't see probably i do see it really bad but like growing up that's how like if i even ask something from my aunt in front of my parents i'd be like cook for me or something like that oh i would be beaten up by my little smack (laughs) i would have gotten a little smack from there that's the that's the old like smacks i've got basically but yeah but you know uh that friend and i we we laugh about it now looking back at it like i wasn't gonna do i wasn't gonna press charges like i just i just did that so i'm like hey man like i'm i'm cool yeah, but don't Sa- do it to anyone. But else. if you if you yeah. do it as a wrong, wrong person, yeah, this is what could happen. And uh, I mean, we laugh about it now. It was a joke. Um, but <clears throat> all right, moving along from that, you are going to start Ramadan soon. Yes, next week. Oh right. my god, it's uh, one of the most beautiful, uh-huh. amazing, and a little bit tiring <laughs> times of my life. <laughs> But I'm so excited. I'll, I'll be honest. Ramadan is my favorite month of the year, no matter like how it might, how hard it might sound. Mm-hmm. I just love it so much. But what makes it a little bit even harder is doing it here in Austin. So. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. So so when does it start? <laughs> it starts in on April first. So it's uh, basically Saturday or s- Saturday, Friday, Friday, Friday. No, 
probably either April 1st or April 2nd then. But it, I know it starts on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, so it'll start the 2nd. Yeah. Okay. Then it'll start the 2nd. Um, and probably I think because um, the day I, I search on the like the times and everything, it's different in like in the Middle East because we follow mm. what um, like our imam we we would say uh, every imam in every country would say what to follow and we just follow because like it depends on like the moon yeah and um i think that's one thing uh, i know that the, in the middle east they start on april 1st we start on april 2nd so oh, okay. but we finish april 2nd they finish april 1st so if may that makes sense uh, i mean may, sorry may, sorry may 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 2nd yeah. and um in the middle east whoever starts in april 1st yeah because it's like literally a 30 uh, 30 days so it's a month okay so it's, it's only for 30 days it's 30 days and then within those 30 days what does that entail of? so in those 30 days um you uh, basically are uh, you will be fasting or i'll okay. be fasting <laughs> and i'll be fasting from sunrise till sunset Whoa. fasting from food water um water too yes water oh my god um even if you like, if you're a person who smokes, which I like, for instance, I vape and uh, I can't be vaping. You won't be vaping. Um, you have to hold yourself in like cussing or like getting angry and like you always have to be good, you know? Okay. And the whole, the whole part of like the most part, I would say. Um, now, Ramadan is one of the five pillars in our Islam in mm. Islam. And um, fasting is, I would say, the third or fourth god forgive me if i messed messed up in this but um one of like the, the most important i would say the most important from my point of view is that you have to learn how to control yourself oh. and to be giving um so you can also feel with the people in need so in ramadan we don't only fast but we also have to give like we have to you try as much as you can to give to others mm -hmm. um and you just increase in the good deeds do as much as you can in the good deeds and this is like what makes it really beautiful is because everyone is like really trying to do everything with good intentions mm -hmm. and everyone like you only see the good side of everyone yeah. i would say <laughs> during ramadan and that's what makes it my favorite month uh, especially and it, it the whole po part of it too is uh, to be with each other like you get surrounded with your f family your friends wow. um it's really um the best part is like how when adhan comes which is breaking your fast mm -hmm. times which is during sunset and like the whole family is just like running around and you, they're trying to take a seat and preparing themselves to start eating and wow. th that whole kind of vibe is like surreal i would say i don't know if that's the right word i use but like it's a it's something that makes us miss ramadan yeah. when we're not fasting or like if if uh during the other the rest of the the months in the year um and i think i i i love it i love it it's just a little bit hard to do probably be doing it alone here in austin yeah, um, yeah you're, without my family, without your family. yeah wow. so but I'm, I'm i'm excited for it you know um i'm uh i'm preparing myself yeah trying yeah. to make a meal every day uh i think what's what gets it hard is just like the sleep schedule because um when we used to do it in the middle east it was much easier because like you would start working probably 
12 or 1 p.m you Uh can you can start your day but like over here you have to actually wake up at like nine in the morning and start your day yeah so what makes it a little bit hard is like because we wake up uh, for suhoor which is preparing yourself to eat before fasting and we wake up around like five mm-hmm. five a.m um and we eat and we drink coffee and like you know any essential things that would not give you a headache throughout the day mm-hmm. and we pray fajr and then we start fasting some people would actually stay up and just continue throughout the day and some people just go back to sleep so like it depends on how your schedule is yeah. um but you know you have to always like wake up and sleep and just the schedule makes it a little bit hard Plus, like right now, when it's in Ramadan, um, we break our fast at, like I think around eight, seven fifty eight kind of thing, and it goes from seven fifty till eight thirty p.m. and like the days when we break the fast. Wow. Yeah, so it starts by seven fifty, and it goes like seven fifty one, seven fifty two, and all of that uh, until eight thirty. So, uh, you don't have that much time to like eat and function and sleep and like do everything yeah. if you want to do like because some people just push everything after adan after after you break your fast they push like their assignments or their homeworks or whatever <laughs> their work is or their gatherings even and yeah. you just don't have that time because by the time you finish your fast it'll be like what 9 30 9 9 15 um and you're just and what at nine you gotta you're gonna get yourself ready to sleep by then so <laughs> you just don't know how the schedule works sometimes you just have to work with it yeah, yeah. And, and, and i'm and I'm, I'm sure it's easier to do it with like like you said your family and everyone's doing yeah it. it's much easier here, it's like, much easier you know, a lot of uh, i mean uh, at least in their class a lot of us won't be uh, fasting. fasting i'll be drinking water and stuff and i'm like <laughs> i'll just be closing my eyes and sleeping <laughs> yeah, well, you know we'll, we'll we'll make sure to support you and Thank you. Thank you. Now, we'll definitely, um, that's what I'm trying to get my friends to do is to at least break the fast with me. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to fast, but break the fast with me. If, if we go to Pluckers, I'll. I'll yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll definitely break my, I'll break my fast during, um, I mean, I'll break my fast on wings, hot yeah, wings, definitely. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So excited for it. I'm excited for you too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but let's let's get into the main topic today. So you All right. coming to the US. Yes. You were born here, left, but you're you're coming back. Or you came, came back, back with so, so many uh, different perspective. Different perspective, holding my traditions and tra- <laughs> Wait, so how old were you when you left? You were a baby, I imagine. Uh yeah, I I assume that my my mom just came here mm-hmm. gave birth to me got the citizen <laughs> 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 and uh left to saudi mm-hmm. and um or basically jordan during that time but i do remember i was back here in 2002 2003 okay and i kid you not all i knew i was like probably i was starting the first grade yeah in in yeah in dallas or basically Seneville. Mm-hmm. Texas. So um, when I came to to United States in 2002 and 2003, the only two English words I knew were yes and no. That, those were the only two those English words. Those were it. I didn't know anything about English. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was, I was in a straight up Arabic school and like English, we would take only one English class. Okay. Probably a day. And 
that what that's what made it like a little bit hard for me in that tr- transition but i think it was easier um i mean it was it was hard at first because like everyone was speaking english and i didn't understand what's going on or whatsoever yeah. but i do have my, but my kinder car my sorry not my kinder my my first grade teacher which i'm still in touch with really yeah i'll tell you about her a little bit but um she's she's the one who was like cuz cuz i remember at that time my mom was like is it too hard for my kids? Because m- I had a brother who was also, like, he was in sixth grade. My sister was in fourth grade. Yeah. It was just a little bit hard, um, you know, adapting to an environment where, like, there's boys and girls in the class rather than just girls. Cause, oh. Yeah. So growing up where they're, they, they uh, In Saudi, separate? it's usually all, all girls. Cla- like, our schools are oh. all girls or all boys. There's no mixture, except if you were, in like, in, ge- in kindergarten or something so like that like real small yeah like, if you like were really, really small yeah but starting first grade they actually separate, they you. separate you yeah wow so um when i came yeah i remember when i came there um it was it was really hard but um miss mackie her name is lisa mackie um she she just she's such a phenomenal phenomenal human being and she's just worked so hard to help me like she would stay after school and like help me and make me understand and practice with me the words and encouraged me in so many ways and i just loved english from then um her influence on me was amazing i remember that i remember how much i loved her now much i cried when i left i didn't want to leave the united states but i cried when i left and it was like you know um someone for the first time like influenced me that much yeah and uh i lived i lived in senegal for like a year but then we had to move back to saudi so <laughs> when i moved back to saudi i didn't know how to speak arabic i didn't oh, know how to uh, yeah i would understand it? i forgot the language i would oh, just wow. understand it but i wouldn't speak it mm-hmm. and i went to i went back to the same school and i was supposed to start second grade and my principal was like this is too hard for her like the girl doesn't even understand what's going on in class Wow. Yeah, I was like, I was crying. I was, it was so hard for me to even read Arabic. I was crying, but my parents really pushed us. Yeah. And were your um, siblings struggling as well, or my my siblings were also struggling, but they're smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going on with them. I knew what was going on with me, but um, they, I think, like it took them a while to actually adjust. But I, it took me also a hard time to adjust because, um. I was crying. I remember myself always crying because I would not understand what was going on. And yeah. uh, not only what was going on, I would not understand how to read. So the principal, I remember, calls my parents, or at least my mom, and she tells her that we need to do something about your daughter's situation. Either she like has to repeat the first grade or like she, you know, we have to find out a way. And given on my situation that they know that i understand what's going on like i like i understand what they're talking about i just don't know i don't remember how to write and that's how much like an influence that's how that's what worries me about like being a kid like that experience because imagine in one year you would like uh, i didn't know except two words which were yes and no and then i came here i mean sorry i i went back to saudi and I forgot all my Arabic. Like, I didn't know, I don't remember how to write or how to actually read, but I would understand because, like, my mom would speak would, Arabic. You would, yeah, yeah, you would you'd talk. And that, w- that, scares, that scares me. Um, 
like right now it scares me like <laughs> i'll talk to you a lot about it later but um the thing is uh what i did was i did the first semester of my first grade in first grade okay and the second semester was in second grade <laughs> oh <laughs> So I did oh. second grade in like one semester, um, and it's really funny because, um, but 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 it was it was amazing because I remember I remember one time I I had a test to do, yeah. and that test would actually uh, like um, that test would either if I fail the test I remember that vividly I would have, I would have to repeat first grade all over again, yeah, and if I do pass the test I can like you know. Um, continue in second grade and long story short i remember i got this uh grade a good grade in that test and it was a, a really high grade and i remember my mom my dad my sister was helping me prepare for that test and once i got the grade i ran crying to the principal and that's the influence about our teachers you yeah. know that's what i love about our teachers so i went crying to my principal i'm like i got a high grade and she was so <laughs> proud she actually got me a gift the second day of how like she was so happy so that's she called awesome. my mom and she was and my mom was happy so um that influence that they know like my principal i remember i don't remember her name but i remember the inf like how much she was like I believe in her, in their, like in her ability and mm -hmm. that kind of like pushed me into like doing what I have to do. So yeah. To get, the, yeah, to get that grade and, and move on to. And move on. Yeah. As in the second grade or like third grade <laughs> yeah. probably. But, uh, from that year I moved to a private school, I would say. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I'm curious. So when you stayed over there in, in Jordan, were you still practicing English or I know you said you took a few classes out there, but. You don't you have an accent. When, when, okay, so when I moved back in, um, so I moved back to Saudi during that time. Okay. okay? Um, and I was in Saudi, yeah, and um, we moved to a, my parents moved us to a private school. Right. Which, right now, I'm always grateful for them for doing that choice. Um, I didn't see it <laughs> during that time. Uh, private school is um, basically, they teach you English. Okay. You learn the basics of English. Was it was it like those uh was it a like not a not those private schools where like everyone's from like different parts of the world but Yes, oh, actually it was. It was. Okay. it was. So not different parts of the world, but it was it was a school that um they did not allow did it like it was written on the school board or not like the like the the arma of the school. It would it would be written Saudis are not allowed to that oh. school yeah it was it was just for um like students uh, yeah or families who have residents just like us like f either from jordan palestine syria lebanon um f there were from like india pakistan americans as well so like it was from different regions and that's what made it like really um amazing and that w that that made my transition a little bit easier so um i kind of like I moved there in the third grade yeah. and they taught us English and like they also have, it was a very, like it was an expensive school, yeah. um, but it was worth it because they also had like, like when you go to like the ninth grade and like 10th grade, you start choosing if you want to go through different systems, which is the SAT and the uh, IG, IGSE. IGSE is like the British 
curriculum like, like, oh, okay, okay. and SAT is more like the American curriculum and they just prepare you to uh, when you move to to United States yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause, yeah or those, like outside those schools Saudi. are like mostly like like expats who like you know work there moving moving around uh, I, ha- I actually had friends like that actually uh, my boss uh, when she lived in Mexico my boss was from the States but she moved to Mexico which <clears throat> she learned the language over there and and, and uh, I mean I, I I even thought she was Mexican when I first met her but her I think her daughters went to like a like a school like that uh, like those private private yeah. schools where like the, the parents are expats but everyone there exactly you know. exactly and that's that made my like being in that school helped me in that transition over here ah, like okay. you know because you've already met people from different cultures and from countries co- yeah. so um that's interesting it was the best experience i've ever had actually so so those school systems are, are, are there like were there proms were there like like was it no like, American, <laughs> like sports no it's really funny because um going into that yeah. uh so if we were going to talk about my lifestyle in saudi or like my life in saudi well how, how uh, was that it's uh i i wouldn't say i would say i have small memories right now Okay. I, I I mostly lost all of like my childhood memories growing up there. Well, what about what about your teens? Because I'm I'm curious. What, what was what was it teen, like? Teen life. Yeah, yeah, I have there. good stories for you. So growing up in Saudi, um, in that school, uh, mind you that my parents are, uh, they're open. They they encouraged a girl to study. They and and that's how every parent is, mm-hmm. of course. But most of that, they encouraged us to meet other people mm-hmm. they they wanted us to do that at the same time they didn't want to because we were kind of a minority in saudi if mm. i would say and um we were part of the minority group <laughs> so i would say so like they didn't want to cause more problems you know but they were type of like we had do, do they speak uh arabic there too or is it the same in saudi yeah, yeah. but different dialect different dialect. yeah okay. yeah so uh, so when you were you spoke they they're like oh, yeah we spoke a- arabic actually in like in but they knew you were not a towner yeah they the would know yeah it. they would know and a funny story really quick about the dialect yeah. thing um even when i go to jordan or i go anywhere else they would recognize that i'm not like from you know i'm not they don't they would they couldn't recognize if i was saudi or if i was jordanian or if i was lebanese because my accent was a mixture talking about how i grew up with different people from different countries like when i speak i speak like saudi half lebanese half jordanian half palestinian so like where'd you pick up lebanese uh, my friends and mostly my uh, sister and my brother-in-law uh, <laughs> right now. <laughs> my sister and my brother-in-law are Lebanese, so um, I picked up their accent. I love really it. I love it because it's like very prestigious. And going back uh, to how um, we lived there, actually in in, in Saudi, um, when I was in, uh, basically, we had like we had something called compounds. It's basically. It's it's a closed not it's a like closed a, like area. A closed neighborhood type of Yes, yeah. closed neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. And there's the gate, but the like there's houses in there. There are apartments. Yeah, I, I do yeah. remember when I when I went to the Middle East, uh seeing stuff like that. So I went to Bahrain. I actually yeah. did get to go to Jordan yeah. to Petra. Yeah. Uh and I can't remember where else, but but it was there were specific places where 
it was very American. Like I remember yes, in yes. Bahrain, we went to the street and it was like all American restaurants, chili. Exactly, KFC. exactly. And I lived in that kind of uh, the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah, like I lived that. in that kind of neighborhood. I lived in a neighborhood where like you would find a lot of restaurants from like I would say the Syrian, uh, the Great Syria. Okay. The Great Syria, which is like, again, like there were um, Syrians, uh, Lebanese restaurants and yeah. Jordanians and all of these countries that are in, that are that are non-Saudi. And uh, I grew up in that neighborhood. So um, I think that was like one of the best experiences I had um, is that on the weekends, I would just go to the compound where uh. my friends at and we just hang out. However, um, I was not, we were not allowed to, um, we would, again, in Saudi, we would wear like abaya, Uh like the black cloth, like a long black cloth. And um, that abaya basically just, uh, it was, it was, it was, it's really funny because like when I go to Jordan, you don't have to wear it. And I just get confused. I'm like, wait, I don't have to wear it. Like I I forget, you know, because you have to like during that time. So Saudi is one of the more stricter. Riyadh. Riyadh is the most strict in Saudi. Yeah. Of the Arab, Arab nations. Yeah. And, 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 and and I would say in a nutshell, Saudi it is. Um, and because again, um, there were rules there mm-hmm. and I think like we just got used to it, but now everything's changed. Is, is Saudi a kingdom or kingdom? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. It is a kingdom. Yes. Um, and funny story about my teens in mm. Saudi is that, uh, we were not allowed to go out with guys like girls. Right. can't. You're not, yeah, yeah. You're, you're not, not, not allowed to do that. They separate them in school. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Okay. And, just like not even uh, as friends, right? Like not even as friends. Oh not God, even okay. as friends. Unless like the parents were there, then that's okay. That's okay. But you alone, no. It was kind of a little bit complicated. But um, I would have friends uh, that are, you know, guy guy friends, you know. Yeah. And uh, my parents knew. And it was okay. That was like when I was like 15, 16 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, they were always worried. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. like my dad would have to like leave the country and like I w- and, and, and like we used to have drivers because women were not allowed to drive. Oh, OK. So oh. that was like the main problem that we, we were like. That was the most challenging thing that we faced there is that women were not allowed to drive. And is that, is that still the case? No, no, no. They changed that. They, they changed, changed it right when I left. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> what just happened? But um, my yeah, I remember. um going there um like you would have to pay for the driver um and everyone like whenever i remember coming here i'll be like yeah i used to have a driver when they would when my friends would ask me like what do you like how did you transport in saudi i'm like yeah i had a driver they're like oh wow you're rich i'm like, like no no i'm not about rich <laughs> it's just like it's it, it, is like, it like an uber driver or is it like a specific service you you've no it's like an uber driver but like not a, like not exactly it yeah, I would say in like an Uber driver again. But they have to be like regulated but by the government. I yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Like on their on their um, what's it called on their like work their their ID would have to be written like a driver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. That ma- that makes sense. Um. So one of the incidents that I had is that I was um with my friend. And I don't know if my dad's gonna listen to this podcast, but if he does, forgive me for this. Anyways, <laughs> he doesn't know about this story. Um, one one of my friends was dropping me off to the mall, and uh, my other friend was with me, and um, we were we were going from like a compound to the mall, and uh, we get stopped by a police, 
Oh. And I was like, oh, damn. Outside of the compound. Outside the compound, oh, yes. Boy. And we get stopped by a police officer. And three other police cars come along. And I was like, I'm going to jail tonight. I was That was literally my, my whole, like, thinking during that time. And my dad was, like, still waiting for me in the, at the mall. Oh, man. And I was like... Anyways, he stops and he was like, everyone give me, give me your ID or like wh- how you relate. And he starts asking like, how are y'all related to each other? Blah, blah, blah. And we just said like, we're just friends. He was just dropping us off to the mall. And he was like, regardless, like you're not allowed to go with a guy friend. You know that. And I were like, should we take a taxi? Like you see how yeah. like, re- like it was kind of like, I don't know. It was very confusing. Like you can go with a taxi, but you can't go with your guy friend yeah. to drop you off to the mall and we started like talking to him and i was i my my um i would say my my green ticket i would say yeah. i don't know how how i would say my green light I w- or like the the way i was was able to get out of that situation is that i pulled off i pulled out my um a copy of my american passport and i was like i'm american that's all i said okay and, and he looked at me and he was like where are you from america i'm like i'm from texas and he was like okay and i'm like my dad is waiting for me and like we don't have like i started making up some like stories and like i've been here for like funny story i was like i was making up this accent that doesn't show that i'm from here but i was like in, uh, oh, in, i mean from from saudi like as if like i was just a visitor uh, i was just telling him i'm crazy. a visitor i didn't know that women were not allowed to go with their guy friends but i like i lived in saudi arabia i mean in texas my whole lifetime and the the cop was confused because my accent was really bad <laughs> and yeah. he just he just let us off and i think that was like one of the good advices that my brother gave me cuz my brother used to go out and he would get caught a lot but he would always tell me like always carry a a copy of your american passport because when they see it they don't do anything to you yeah and um i was i was kind of like really lucky in that part so they just left us and my job yeah they got us go they were like okay she's american that was one of the privileges i had in in in, uh, saudi arabia they probably don't want to deal with like yeah yeah international laws you don't want exactly exactly they just don't want to get into problems um that was one thing but again like there were a lot of like uh i would i I learned a lot about stories from my friends like yeah being in a and like in a, in a mixed party, a mixed party. And what I mean by a mixed party is like literally both men and women Minimum. together in one place. That's crazy. And people get busted for that. Like there were cops that would actually pay whoever like um, snitches on a party. What? Yes. Like That's if you crazy. know that there's a mixed party and you snitch to the police, they would actually pay you. That's crazy. So, is that, so that's, is that still the case? No, no, no. No, no. no it's no. changed. Everything changed. Um from right. like 2015 so, so 2016 okay so let's 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 talk about that so yeah how did that come to be how, what what was it like or, or or why did you decide to come back or or, or how did that come to be in 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 from, saudi or like to, from, to back to to dallas so um when i finished high school um my siblings were already here okay okay and I think that was um, that was like probably my destination yeah. <laughs> after high school. Oh, so and you had in mind that? Yeah, yeah. I since my my brother and my sister were here already, I was like, there was like no point for me to go anywhere. It's just my destiny is there. So, um, my my uh, and we all moved 
over here i had some cousins who were also in saudi and they moved so i think like that was just was like a big migration yeah in the family exactly so that's how it started and i was like okay my job i'm just gonna go to dallas and just finish college and high school but yeah. i mean sorry uh finish uh university and get my grad school my uh, sorry my diploma and just Your probably go back yeah yeah and probably go back and uh my journey just started i promise you once i was in that airplane landing to dallas and i was like i am going to change i'm going to actually do something about myself wow. here in the united states um and it just happened it just happened when you believe in yourself you can yeah. see it's just i always say it's the little things that i've seen here in the united states mm-hmm. um and, and and it's really funny because it's everywhere it's just because of the way i was raised probably but um the first thing is being independent here yeah, in the united states there is more uh I guess the United States is uh, or is more independent than than Saudi uh, was at that time for women. Yeah, yeah, for women. Yeah, that's crazy. And so, yeah, you're what nineteen, eighteen. I was I was 17? actually seventeen. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I was actually seventeen when I moved to the United States. And so you're seventeen. You're, you're yeah. You're, and I'm twenty five right now. <laughs> you're twenty five now, uh, but so almost. You, Almost. <laughs> so, so you 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 get here. You enroll at the local community college where you're a legacy. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Richland College. Yes. And and so, what was that like? Because um, um, now you know friends. Right? Where and at community college, you had no friends. No, you, no, I did not. I um. I moved. So here's the funny thing. My sister was still there, um, and her husband which was her boyfriend during that time mm-hmm. as well my dad's gonna know this <laughs> um and not as if like he doesn't know anything um but um my sister um my sister-in-law again who was also my friend during oh, that time wow. and my brother-in-law uh were were with me uh in in that community college okay so all of you were so, there yeah so and my and like some of my cousins were there um also you you weren't totally alone no i wasn't totally alone but i like for the first that was just the first year the second year i was totally alone Mm -hmm. um the first year um my i remember this my sister walked me to class i love her so much she's like my she's 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 the reason i'm i'm in my place right now uh she came up to me and she was like like i'm gonna tell you this i'm gonna give you an advice like you don't need to like you have two choices in this world in the in the united states Mm -hmm. you can either like succeed like actually succeed in like doing your school your your uh, college and like succeeding in life and you can also do it in the other way which is like working if you don't succeed like you're not paying like everything is going to be on your own like you're going to be paying everything you're going to be taking care of yourself we're going to help you support you whatever we can do but like it's your choice at the end and i was like no i really want to do my college degree like i really want to finish education and my sister walks me to class that's how that's how her role is most of the time her name is sabrina she walks me to class and she gives me a hug and she's like, you can do it. I believe in you. This is your first day. And she takes a pic, like, she's like a mom. She <laughs> takes pictures picture. of me starting my first day. She was, she was amazing. She took me to breakfast. Do you still have that picture? Yeah, I, I do. Sh- I think yeah, I do. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I think I do. And, um, she, she, she takes me to breakfast that day. She takes me to lunch. She spoils me that day. And, uh, I walk into class. I remember my, my brother-in-law was with us also, okay. and they were all wishing me best, the best. And then I walk into class, I sit down and I just look around. There were all men. 
or like boys. Oh, wow. And I text my sister. I'm like, I'm freaking out. I, I started crying. I'm like, this is scary. Never mind. I don't want to do. And I swear <laughs> to God, I wanted to walk out of that class as much as I can. I was like, this is so scary because like I'm not used to it. like I look around. There were no girls. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, um, I was not used to it. That was a cultural shock, which is kind of funny because for me, especially because I think that was one of like the, 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 it might sound a little bit not challenging for people, but that was a bit challenging to actually interact with men because I promise you, like it wasn't growing up. I was not ready to interact with men. Like I barely interacted with my cousins, like my male cousins. Right. It was mostly my brother and my father that I interacted with. And, um, but you know, I made my way through that. I yeah. made my way through that. Do you st like, did you, and, and when you were there, mm -hmm. uh, do you remember like making your first friendship with a guy, like somebody that was outside of your, your family? Um, no, I remember that was, that was, that was, uh, I, I made the first girl that I, I talked to. It, well, the first friend I made was a girl. Okay. <laughs> uh, she was, she was next to me and I, and I, I went to my professor, I remember that day, and I went to my professor and I was like, I was raised in Saudi, like, I don't know <laughs> how to interact with people. And she started laughing. She was like, oh, I've been to Saudi before. Like, don't worry. Like, it'll be easy. She she was an amazing professor and she, like, influenced me a lot. Um, but I remember the first time I, like, I interacted with a guy was in my in in richland's newspaper yeah. like community college newspaper yeah. that was the first time i actually um interacted with like people are actually men mostly sorry no building and, friendships yeah. and and i started building friendships from there um and then i i i think the most thing that influenced me was or like pushed me was the college newspaper um because i wanted to do journalism and yeah. um i was like let me start from there and see how it goes and i think that made it easier for me to like build that personality build that confidence that i had and like i had amazing people with me that uh, like you know pushed me and believed in me and believed in everything i've done uh, most of them that were working were older than me but wow. uh they just believed in my abilities and I, I promise you, like the first thing I did in college was just to focus on my career and that's all I wanted. So mm -hmm. um, I did that and I just built, that's how my confidence just built up and uh, where I decided to go to UT after uh, <laughs> a kind of a challenge, or not a challenge, sorry, after a bet that I did with my brother. <laughs> oh, really? So, so UT was on a bet. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, how did, how did UT come to be? Because... Uh, so. UT was not I it, okay. It's nowhere near Dallas. It's no, like four hours no. away. Um, okay, the story about UT was it was the only university we had. We had every year, um, um, uh, uh, um sorry, universities so universities from America mm -hmm. usually come to you know to Saudi Arabia. So we had something called the um American University Convention kind of thing. Okay, and I was like, Dad, I I I remember that was like on my senior year of high school. And I've heard of it. I'm like, and I told my dad, and he got excited because my dad is an OSU graduate, by the way. Oh, yeah, my dad is an OSU student. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State University. Yeah, yes. Stillwater. Yeah. So um, he was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Like, let's go." And he was so excited <laughs> during that time. Yeah. And um, I went to. I was like, "I want to go." So they they list every college from the state, you know. And I promise, I kid you not, UT Austin was the only university in Texas. That wow. was represented. 
Yeah. I was like, what? That's crazy. I was like, because my brother was at SMU and I was like, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll see my brother's university right now. Yeah. And no, uh, that was only, um, a U- UT Austin. So I went there, I went up to, to the representative or the ambassador, I would say. And I, we started talking and he was like, so what are you planning? I'm like journalism. And he was like, you know, UT has like the most like prestigious, uh, communication college, blah, blah, blah. It's and, like, uh, Moody, right? Moody. Like, yes. Moody, Moody college. And I was like, that's interesting, but I didn't think of it that way because my dad, my dad during that time, he was like, yeah, UT Austin is a great university, but it's hard to get in. And yeah, yeah my dad knew that. It's a public Ivy. Yeah, it's a public Ivy. Exactly. And we just went around. So coming here, um, long story short, I came here. um, I started learning more about UT Austin Mm -hmm. uh, when, when I first visited Austin ut i mean sorry austin right and my my siblings took me here and they were like this is ut austin and i started remembering i'm like okay well ut austin is the university and you know yeah it it all started coming back to me and um i started having conversations with um like people who graduated from ut yeah um i started talking to alumni um like and reading about it more mm-hmm. and i started realizing this is a hard school to get in and it's one of the top schools and it's actually the the fir- the top school in in <laughs> texas and how like prestigious it is and then from there um i came up to my siblings and i remember talking to my dad and like i want to apply to ut and he was like he was worried a little bit i mean of course who fought who like my father was of course worried about me because like he's in a different country and yeah. I'm going to go to a different city. You're different. away from your family and I, in yeah, Texas. Yes, exactly. Wow. Like they, they did get wor- worried about a, a bit about it, but I think like the, 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 the growth that they've seen in me mm-hmm. coming to United States for like, from like the first year, um, encouraged them, you know, to, to push me through that. So my dad was like, like if you can get in, but if you can't, like my dad had like probably not that much <laughs> hope. He was like, if you can get in, but if you can't, it's okay. Like there's a lot of universities over here. And then when I went to my brother and he was like, if you apply to this, like let's do it as a bet. He was like, if you, t- if you apply to this, we have this kind of joke uh, that we, we tell usually is that I will be running around my boxers in the neighborhood. <laughs> so he was like, if you do, d- if you do get in, because my brother tried to apply to it and he got rejected from that university oh, no. and he's supposed to be the smartest one in the family. Yeah. So he was like, if you do get, if you do get in, I will do that. Like I would run in my boxers in the, in the neighborhood. <laughs> So I was like, I'm going to, we did a bit on it. And um, I was not worried if I didn't get in, but I really wanted at the same time, I really wanted because everyone who would know that I did apply, they were like, oh, wow, like that's a hard school to get in. Like how, like you wouldn't expect it from a transfer student. Yeah. But I did it. And uh, I remember that time I was at my uncle's house. I remember that time vividly. And um, I get a notification from like the, from UT. And I thought it was more like something that I have to finish the application. Oh, yeah, so I think yeah. you don't have to, you know, that, that time like when remind, you don't, yeah. yeah. The reminders like, Hey, yeah, you your SAT I thought, score yeah, I thought something, something yeah. like that. And I opened that tab and all I see is congratulations. And I started crying in the wow. middle of the, in the, in the middle of the living room. There were like <laughs> people around there like, what's going on? My cousins were there. Everyone knew how much I wanted to get in, but at the same time, how much I like, I didn't expect to get in, you know? Yeah. 
so i started crying and i remember my aunt was with me she started crying with me my cousins <laughs> were crying with me everyone was really happy because i was taking this first step i think it was like they were everyone was like really happy for me because they wanted to see me and they know that it fits me that lifestyle would fit me that kind of like push that's that's how my family is we always push each other yeah, through yeah. through things so um yeah that was the best time and like i i would never forget that time so that's how my journey started in life so yeah that's awesome yeah that's really cool to hear no i know that's that's a big step and uh and so something i'm curious is is uh because you said uh women weren't allowed when you were uh to drive when you were yeah uh, in saudi so when did you start driving and, and oh because I, I was gonna be a, that that was a key factor <laughs> for you to come to austin right how are you gonna visit the family and all yeah that? i mean so uh i think the first thing i've learned i i had my dad used to teach us how to how to drive when we were in jordan okay okay um but i wasn't driving very much you know uh coming here my sister and my brother were the ones who like helped me practice driving okay helped me follow the rules in texas basically or in the united states because yeah. over here y'all follow the rules in yeah, jordan you have to just close your <laughs> eyes and drive you know whatever happens happens so um I I learned how to drive here for sure, um, and I just uh, I took it step by step. Yeah. I would say I started driving in the neighborhood, and then slowly try to try to go uh, start driving through the highways, and then further areas, mm -hmm. and it just it just grew it it just grew on me. I would say driving, mm -hmm. and uh, plus like I would started working, so like that was a big deal for us too. So um they just they were like all right you need to try to you need to start learning because like no one's gonna be taking you and dropping you off so i think that's how the process all went and um i just loved it i loved yeah. it and i was i was i was i was kind of like mentally and uh physically prepared for everything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when i moved to austin um i did have the plan to be back to dallas every weekend because I, before i got into ut i was already in my in the, the job i was working or like the startup that i was doing mm -hmm. during that time so um i had that plan and i just thankfully i started driving and nothing happened to me in the past yeah. five years no that yeah i always i always thought i well when you were talking about it, i was like man how, when did she start driving <laughs> um Okay, so so just kind of to to close out this sec segment, I, I did want to yeah. um, uh, ask you this: how how do you see um, how do you see your social life here? And and, and you know, because growing up, it was completely different. Yeah, uh, I know you're one of our friends that that doesn't drink. Yeah, uh, you, you know, you uh, your diet's not that restricted. You just don't eat uh, pork. Yeah, I don't eat pork. But but what is it like to to hang out with with like you know people yeah. like me? <laughs> <laughs> Who do <laughs> I mean, um, I think growing up, um, number one, uh, my, my parents taught me very well, <laughs> I would say credit to my parents. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that to anyone who drinks or is Muslim and drinks. Mm -hmm. I don't judge anyone. Um, it's always between you and mm -hmm. your like it's between you and God. There's nothing I can do. Um, it's just the way I grew up. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. And, um, growing up we uh, and i think the media was like more in, in 
and I would say like very strict in that regards mm -hmm. of showing how drinking is bad and like it's not good for the family and like it's not good for your health and blah 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 mm -hmm. but not smoking so not sm yeah, <laughs> because I, I vape again yeah. so uh, I think also the media influenced me in that way and my parents uh, were kind of like always telling us like drinking is not good like you know it, and, and religiously as well so like growing up in Saudi yeah. I learned that I learned that but that does not affect the way I am today because there are there are people that left Saudi or left their home and they drink you know mm -hmm. they live the same lifestyle i did or like the, the same way i did and when they came here went anywhere else you know they they drink so like there's nothing it just it's it's something in me you know mm -hmm. um so growing up um i think it's not that i i'm kind of like strict in that regards but like um i just don't see myself doing it yeah. number one number two uh, i've learned to how to have fun being around i mean yeah, we arabs have crazy parties i promise yeah. you and <laughs> none of us would be drinking so i grew up that that was my personality you know i grew up to be in parties and have fun without having anything to drink and uh and it, you can do that i yeah. always see you drinking a, a red bull a red bull or <laughs> a ginger ale that's 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 my usually bar drink i would say with, with, with lime <laughs> with lime I can't forget the lime yeah, uh, the lime is really important important <laughs> and i mean that lang gives me the vibes of like being <laughs> holding something something yeah, yeah <laughs> you, so you know? don't feel left out exactly <laughs> so um that was that's something that i just enjoyed and like having to able to you know hold myself not hold myself but like not you know pushing not having also mind you that i came in the perfect time where like there were there's no peer pressure mm -hmm. or whatsoever you know that's the best part of it is that there are people that understand that you don't drink you know yeah. and no, you can have fun doing that and that gave me a lot of confidence like people like you like would be like oh my god i don't know how you have so much fun and you don't drink i'm like that gives me confidence and boost and i think that's something that i always carry with me um and the most thing I actually I carry with me is my brother's trust, my family's trust. Yeah. I, I know that it would uh, bring them down, not bring them down, but it would, you know, disappoint them uh, yeah, if they way. ever knew that I did that. And I never want to do that to them. And mm -hmm. um, I carry my brother's trust with me all the time. And I just always want him to know. I just want to be the, the, the good picture for my sister. I have a youngest sister too. Mm -hmm. And I want to be a good picture for her um, or a good model, I would say. And for yeah. others, right, like yeah. for others who feel like they are not able to get into that community because they can't drink. But like, you know, you can't do that. And you don't have to drink. Yeah, you don't have you to. Know, you know, you still can hold on to your cultures, but also you can blend in with the American culture or the other cultures, you know? Yeah. I think for me, um, one of the things that I, that when, when I see you, I just don't know if you had an energy drink or not. Because, <laughs> like you said, you're always vibing. Yeah, you're always I having mean, a good time. That's, that, that's a part of my personality. Yeah, exactly. That's a part of my personality. <laughs> I'm always, my metabolism is always high. I'm always running. I, that's how I was ever since I was a kid. So, yeah. Um, I think that's, uh, that's what makes me a little bit, uh, you know, energetic yeah. all the time. Is that I, especially if I have my vape with me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. Well. But uh, yeah, again, as I said, there's a lot of people that, um, would ask me even Arabs themselves are like, do you ever get peer pressured? I'm like, I never like, there are a lot of people that are wise, you yeah. know, y you can have fun. I promise you, my dad sometimes would ask me and they're like, 
are you sure you never? I'm like, dad, I would <laughs> never. I just don't see myself doing that yeah. thing, you know? Plus, long, like, in a nutshell, I am a person who loves to always be in conscious, you know? I love to yeah. always be in control of my mind of and what is going on. So, that's yeah. That's awesome. That's Thank no, you. That's really great. Thank that's you. Really great. Hope to influence you someday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next portion of the podcast that I like to call uh, the closeout Q&A. So, these are uh, five questions that I ask all yes. my guests. Um, there's no. I don't read those questions. Did you read them? No. That's okay. Uh, because I want my you know answer to be very. Yeah, on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> very raw. <laughs> uh, okay, so these are five questions that I ask all my all my guests. Uh, yeah. I changed them from last season, but here we go. So, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received, and why? Uh, well, I've received a lot of advices. Honestly, I've learned a lot growing up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, w- I would say the most advice that I've got is I know that I'm going to be successful one day and I know I'm going to make a lot of money. But uh, not only that, the best advice that I, I always tell myself this too, um, I'm going to like integrate both. <laughs> uh, always do things with good intentions. Okay. Okay, because good intentions will come to like when you do things with good intentions regardless what it is um and like never do like even if it was a bad action don't do it if you feel that that's not a good thing to do it just do it with good intentions because if like things come back to you in the best ways you know that's always that's my my rule number one good intentions um and the, the the other one is going back to how I was telling you, like, I know that I'm going to be successful and I'm going to make money and stuff, but, uh, not only that I will rise in the standards of my living, but I will also rise in my standards of giving. Mm. So this is something very, very important to me. I think the more I give, the more I just want to do more. I mean, to, to push more in my life in order to give more. And I think because I was influenced by a lot of people here that gave me a lot and help me to be the person I am today. And that's one of the things that I want to do. I always say like, I'm going to be really rich one day that I will be able to cover and give out, you know, scholarships for students here in universities. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that will happen. Mark my words. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So uh, next question is, what is your absolute dream job? My absolute dream job is to be paid to talk. Oh, there you go. (laughs) paid to talk definitely i want to i love talking yeah, i love to get you on a podcast. We got you. yeah <laughs> you got me yeah. well how much you're paying but <laughs> 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 um but no definitely i i definitely want to be um you know i want to influence people in so many ways yeah that'd be awesome yeah whether mm-hmm. talking giving or whatsoever okay yeah I like not that. not saying that i want to influence i mean not n- not saying that i want to be famous but like in so, so many ways, yeah, different ways, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, if uh, if I visited your hometown, what uh, local spots would you suggest I see? Number one, you would have to be in my place. I would Number invite one, me, yeah, your house, okay, your house, my house, definitely. I'm not taking you anywhere, but my house, because that's the whole vibe. That's the most experience that you're gonna get. Wow. Um, uh, you do share some uh. Like uh, snaps and stuff. Like, yes, uh, my family is. Oh, I love my family so much. Um, and talking about my family, not 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 only my siblings, but also my cousins. Yeah, I have a, I have over thirty cousins. <laughs> we're a big family. Um, what's special about us is that we're always y- united. 
mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to see that when you come to us. Like if you ever visit our pla- our house, um, we're always, we, we fill up your plate mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. enough. You know, yeah. you're going to cry. That's always good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like we, we, we have to, like even we have to always host you. We have to always give to you. We have to always, you know, uh, we have to always present it. Or we have to have the best host in the world. That's how I think my family is. Yeah. Um, but I think most thing that you're going to recognize again um, is like how united we are and how crazy we are at parties too. We make our own parties during the house. You never know. Um, another thing is if we're talking about Jordan, if you ever visit Jordan, um, I will definitely take you to the, I would say the street food, you know, and like the old places, Yeah, you know, just, you'll see how giving people are Mm -hmm. regardless of how much they can't give. If that's, if that's how it is, like they, they, they love, like if if you want to try, they, they always compliment. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing they can do. They always compliment. They're always giving, they're always with a smile, you know, um, and street food mostly. Yeah. Oh my God. Best. Those, those places they serve like hummus and full and falafel. Like mm. those are street food food for us, yeah. and there's actually a place that you actually on, you would eat on this. Like they w- they have tables on the sidewalk, and one of the oldest places. It's called Hashem. Mm-hmm. It's one of the oldest places in Jordan, and like even the king went there and ate. You know, the king. Yeah, himself? the king. The wow. king himself. Yeah, we have pictures of him. Uh, <laughs> there are pictures of him in that restaurant, and um, I think like most most experience that you want to get is like how like from the old city yeah. you know and how amazing people are in there you're gonna see it when you go from one place to a place they yeah. always love to serve you in so many ways you can just walk into a, like a roast roastery i would say yeah and they would just hand you some seeds you can try and like yeah just now like you, that you got me hungry now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you could be on a reality tv show which one would you choose and why oh I would create my own reality show. <laughs> oh, keeping up with Didi. Uh, keeping up with Didi, definitely, <laughs> because you know the Kardashians have a different, uh, fam- uh, different version of the Arabs. I, I promise you, we. Um, yeah, they are. Are they? I, I think they're a little bit. They're, they're, they're Persian. Persian, okay, yes, a little they're bit. They're Persian, yes. Um, I know Kim Kardashian is. Um, but it's really funny how. I would say to see the, like the lifestyle of an Arab mm-hmm. in the American culture is, I would say it's it's pretty interesting. Especially, I know we've been watching a lot of shows of how um, Arabs from uh, Arabs who are raised here and mm-hmm. like they're trying to s- they're struggling between like you know keeping up with their family's tradition and the American culture and all of that. But it's it's really nice. To, I would love to see like one who actually migrates to or like moves to united states and like starts starts their life from there and like the struggles and how funny it is and how confusing it could be yeah no it really it really like so yeah i mean from one place to another yeah i think that's one thing that uh especially if you don't know the language especially when you don't know the language Uh, let me tell you this advice let me tell you this uh, once I came here to the United States, the first thing I've recognized is the how people smiling are people are very friendly and smiling to each other. Yeah. So 
everyone who smiles or like they you know those simple stuff that they do i look at my sister and i'm i'm and i'm like do you even know her like how do you why are you smiling to her and she was like no that's how you just do it you just smile people you just say thank you you just do those nice stuff and i'm like oh i didn't know that so those are like the (laughs) those are the things that i i've learned coming here so yeah yeah. okay uh this last question that i have is uh what book movie podcast have you read seen heard recently would you recommend it and why um one of my favorite podcasts is um your podcast thank you thank you <laughs> do recommend to listen to it <laughs> um but uh if we're talking about uh th- th- there's one podcast that i always listen to is um uh, how i built this oh okay yeah by guy russ okay i don't know if you heard of it i um, think i've heard of it yeah it's yeah. a it's a very entrepreneurial like it's like uh storytelling C- cmos and like yes CEO. yes yeah, yeah. exactly Some, so they yeah. like they they interview like or guy Raz interviews people like from you know such as kendra scott or mm-hmm. um uh warby parker founders and you know those people yeah that have great story and i i think i like that i love those stories because yeah. um you learn from like a simple, not a simple thing. I wouldn't say simple, but like it just gives you the, 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 the idea of like not every idea is a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, um, you can build something out of nothing, out of the simplest things. And I think uh, one of the things that I've learned is like to always be cautious of what's going on around you. If you actually want to start something, like go on to like the simplest things, you know, yeah. and find what needs to be changed there and you never know you can build up something from there that's awesome yeah thank you and i I know you also watch a lot of uh turkish oh yeah (laughs) talking about that um turkish shows um not (laughs) i have so there's a streaming service such as netflix or hbo max yeah it's called uh, shahed and uh i don't know why i recent like i think a couple years ago they've been doing the past five years they've been it was it was you were able to open it in the United States uh-huh. because back then, before then I would have to change my VPN in order for me to open it, open to, the Shahed. Yeah. yeah. In order to get into the Shahed or in order to get into the service. And, um, when I, when I started, when I signed up in that service and I was like, okay, when you can watch, we started it through Ramadan because Ramadan, um, actually they bring out the best TV shows. Really? Yes. The best series, oh. everything. I promise you. So like everyone's excited because again, going back, Ramadan is always about like staying, mostly staying home. You s- mostly stay home and with the family. So like, it's a part of like the gathering, you yeah. know, it's, it's for us, for us to watch a, a certain show. And, um, one thing that I've, uh, like one thing uh, that we started sh- doing is like we started signing up to that streaming service because we want to s- watch these shows and yeah. just keeping up with like our Ramadan vibes. And um, I just continued. W- that's how I signed up on it. And I just continued watching. So it just teach it just holds me to my roots, I would say, because like we watch a lot of Turkish shows yeah. and like funny you is, know is, is turkey, drama, is turkey dramatic. part of uh, the arab country um it it's a part of the muslim country yeah. i would say okay. yeah a uh, muslim it's a it's a definitely muslim country uh, mm. or like the majority of them are yeah. muslims and um but it's more like a european yeah they have a the root sorry <laughs> european lifestyle yeah and um but their their shows is is they're, really long so like you're talking about sorry to cut you off but they're, you're talking about like 
every episode is like for like 40 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, 40 minutes. The only, reason, see, the only reason I know that is because they're starting, or well, I don't know if they're starting, but they've been running on Univision, which is a Spanish Yeah, I heard of, uh, Yeah, I heard about it. And so I remember uh, when I was living with my parents a few years ago, I would walk, uh, you know, I would just walk down the living room and my parents would be watching a, 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 a Turkey show. show. And I'm like, wait, dude, those people are, they're brown, but they're not. Yeah. Because, because uh, Spanish uh, soap operas, like they'll, they'll put like the whitest Mexicans they can find. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, those are, those are like a lot of round people there. Like what yeah. show is this? And then I'll, I'll see that their the mouth won't yeah. fit the VO. And yeah. I'm like, wait, what is this? And that's yeah. when I found out that there's like a lot of Turkish uh, shows on, on Univision. Yes. Yes, exactly. And that's how it is. Like same as Shahed. So I enjoy watching them. I enjoy. A there's drama. a lot of a lot of <laughs> stupid drama. Yeah. I would say same scenarios are being repeated, but I just I just uh, it makes me a little bit closer to my cult to my country. Like whenever I feel homesick, yeah. it just brings me a little bit close to it. Connects you to it. Yeah, exactly. That's good. That's good Thank you. That. Well, Didi, we and have reached else? the end of the podcast. Thank you for having me here. Oh. I hope uh, I helped and uh, gave a good. Uh, impactful story (laughs) there it was was really fun i think think a lot of people are gonna enjoy it but that concludes our show so until next time everyone thank you